All right, hi, welcome to Milkin' It, uh, a new uh, flavored milk review podcast. We just officially changed the title. It would have happened for you uh, like weeks and weeks and weeks ago, but it just happened for me in real time a couple minutes ago. <laughs> it would have happened. It was amazing to watch. <laughs> it would have happened for the listeners literally like four months ago. <laughs> so, and then who who knows what what the title is by the time this episode airs. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have changed it again, I'm sure. We're on a quest to comprehensively review all the different flavors of Who are you? I'm Brian Cow. Welcome, Brian Cow. And who are you? I'm Daniel Cow. Uh, welcome, Daniel Cow. Daniel, you. who are you, audience? Ah, welcome, audience. <laughs> um, welcome, audience. Yes, Brian. Daniel, I noticed. Yes, Brian, I noticed uh-huh. that our Rotolactor has been slightly updated, and there are some new flavors on there that I uh, have not seen before. And I'm wondering, you Daniel. Noticed. Are there any particular milks that you are anticipating um, that, that moment of first sip? Yeah, so Brian has just um, very gratifyingly noticed that I've stuck four more milks up on my list of milks. Uh, so the Rotolacta has... In, like. <laughs> but what you did, Daniel, was you uh, went and you added... Um, I think it would be 60, all the 60 possible combinations of a Brian milk plus a Daniel milk that those four new milks afford us. Exactly. That's what I was was trying to do the maths to figure out exactly what I had done in my head. And I wasn't able to do the maths or even think of the word for what the maths is that I would have to do in order to say that. It's exploding numbers or something. That's probably a mathematical term. The numbers explode. Anyway, so there's four more of them. Uh, and one of them I'm looking forward to. Two of them I'm uh, I'm uh, negative looking forward to. And then one of them I'm completely neutral on. Daniel. Then you. I also see the word water in one of them. Can you explain yeah. yourself? So that is calpis water. Calpis? Uh, so- Wait, you broke up, but I assume you made a hilarious joke about how the word calpis sounds like cow piss. That's right? exactly what I said, yes. Mm, there was just like a space in the void where I heard a tiny echo of your voice and I assumed it made that joke. But So what calpis is, is it's a Japanese uh, beverage made of fermented milk. Ah. Uh, in, the, in the West, it's marketed as calpico. And when I just looked up Calpico and Calpis by extension on on Google, the little fact sheet said, did you know that in the West, Calpis is marketed as Calpico because in English, Calpis sounds a little bit like the words cow piss. And so to to, uh, combat negative marketing, they renamed it Calpico. And you know what? You, a little old Brian, a proof that they made the right move. That's true. Because Calpico yeah. would have not have elicited that little remark from they, me. They, they fucking saw me come in a mile away. <laughs> That's right. They're very, yeah. So, it's a, Calpis is, you must have heard of it, right? Uh, maybe, sort of, yeah. I'm sure I've seen it. Um, this was, there's also yeah, a. Following. Yeah, there's a juice brand in Korea that was um, Cool Piss, um, mm-hmm. which is something I I have drank, and so I think I've seen Cal Piss, but maybe I don't know if I've ever had it. Mm. So I was able to find two Cal Piss products. One is uh, obviously a very westernized little tin. It says Calpico Soda, refreshing and tasty, melon flavor, fermented milk flavored carbonated drink. And then the other one is entirely in Japanese, except for two words in English, which say Calpus Water. But looking on the website, 
the little fact sheet said, oh, Kalpas comes in both carbonated forms and uncarbonated forms. So I think Kalpas water, just as distinct from Kalpas soda, is an uncarbonated, unflavoured Kalpas. So your Kalpas... As opposed to the Kalpas soda, which is melon flavour. Your Kalpas soda is a bit like my Milkus soda. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is your Milkus soda melon flavoured? No, it's refreshing milk and yogurt flavour. Yeah. See, I think that's what the Kalpas water is, but but without the carbonation. So you've got a you've got Milkus Milkus soda. Yeah. And I've got Kalpas melon soda, but also just plain Kalpas water. So I think we've I'm not, I'm not this is the I'm not really looking forward to Yeah. I don't I can't imagine it's gonna be anywhere near as satisfying as a occult for me. But, you know, we do these things well, on this podcast. If you get your melon one, I hope I get my melon one. And if, mm. and if you get the Kalpas water, I hope I get the Milkus. <laughs> yeah. When you Kalpas, then I Milkus. Yeah. That's that's my hope yeah. now. Um, yeah. That's, that's really exciting stuff, Daniel. Um, Thanks. On my end, I'm really just hoping I don't have to drink anything with stevia in it. Mm. So well, we'll see how lucky you are, Brian. Yeah, we will in a couple minutes, probably. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we can actually uh, find out right now if you are yeah. ready to spin the rotolactor. Oh, should we give the old rotolactor a spin, Brian? I think we should give it a whirl. I the other thing I did. Um, actually, no, I'll save this for. Uh, for next segment where we talk about the things we're looking forward to. But okay, here it goes. I've got my hands on the mechanism, the 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 pushy handle. I'm gonna push the pushy handle. What a spin. Wow. Look at it go. Mmm. Round and round. Round and round. Slowing down. Slowing? Is it stopping though? No. Maybe. That's it. Is it's that... all done. Ah. It's finished. Spinning. All right, folks. We have. We have been rotolacted our milks. <laughs> yes. They've and... been rotolacted right to us. And today is going to be a battle of the chocolate milks, Daniel. Ah, oh, fuck it. Ah, oh, fuck it, Brian. Fuck it to hell. <laughs> what is it? Is it nippies? No, Daniel. This actually might be a fun... Co- this might be a fun contrast. Uh, I'm going to uh-huh. be drinking Hershey's chocolate milk. Oh, wait. Do- is this the Grumpy Farmer? And you, Daniel, are going to be drinking the Grumpy Farmer. <gasps> oh! Oh, Brian, okay, it's all good again. Things are okay. There's light in my life. So you get oh, a okay. you get a really nice milk, I think, and I get a really shit milk, I think. Yeah, man. Well, mine's going to turn out this, to be better, obviously, with that preamble. Boy, this bottle is barely holding it together. Hang on. i got to send you a photo. Keep on talking so the audience doesn't just, like walk away and do something else uh, that's good Brian <laughs> this is called vamping uh, good 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 uh, yeah they're loving this keep it up uh, alright I've taken uh, the photos now to send it to you over discord uh, um um uh, <laughs> um um uh, uh, <laughs> Um, All right, my phone is opening the menu of pictures. Here we are. I'm I, selecting two of them, and I'm sending them to you. My Hershey's chocolate milk says on it that it's sealed for your protection. Um, the one thing it doesn't oh, know. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the one sealed for your protection. The one thing it doesn't note is that it's also ribbed for your pleasure. Ah, good. If you would like to insert this bottle into one of your cavities. It's got nice cavities, little, yeah. It's got nice little ridges and uh, some texture. Texture that you would f- definitely feel as it went in. 
Um, mm. That's nice of Hershey's. Wait, Hershey's? This is the one with the insane cover, right? The insane design. Yeah, this is the one that looks ridiculous. Hmm. So I've just sent you two photos to, to demonstrate that the whatever Damn. weird family make this milk have just printed the label off My with gosh. their home printer and stuck it on, and it is not faring well. This is some authentic shit there, Daniel. Oh, yeah. A granny made this milk for me, Brian, and it somehow made its way onto a shop shelf. Daniel, on the front, <laughs> like, on the front label, what is on the top left? What is that little shape? That that's the, the shape of the great state of Western Australia, Brian. Oh, it is, huh? How much of that is... Which yeah. which parts of that shape are water? Uh, Like, oh, I see what you mean. You see the flat edge on the right? Yeah, that's not water. No, that's all the rest of Australia. And then surrounding everything else is water. Oh, so it's much... So that's like half of Australia that you're looking ah, at. Ah, okay. Sure. We're like half of Australia. Yeah, but like the bad half, right? <laughs> Fuck off. I'm right here. It's more like a third or a quarter, to be honest. But if from this perspective, it looks bigger. From the f- perspective I took the photo of and sent to you, Brian, it looks way bigger. Yeah. Well, Daniel... That is some real homemade stuff right there. And hopefully that milk is amazing. Mm. Is that so. is that milk not pasteurized? It's not pasteurized. It's not homogenized. It's not homogenized. Shake um, well before drinking. Wait, the ingredients, ingredients full cream, organic milk, chocolate twenty percent. And nothing salt else? And flavors. Oh, salt and flavors. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, oh, it's only 10%, like 10% fat, 12 or 13% sugar per hundred grams. Well, maybe, maybe yours will be too real and mine will have just the right, just the right amount of 27 grams of added sugars to make it just that sweet chocolate milk taste that I'm looking for. Hmm. All right. I'm going to begin shaking. Oh, it's like a lava lamp inside. Okay. Oh, wait, Daniel, shut up. Cool. Oh, shit. The segment. It's time. Man. This up. is really taking some shaking. So you go ahead yeah. while I shake. No, you got a lot of shaking to do. Okay. Daniel. Um, what? I thought you wanted me to shut up. Yeah, no, shut up. In the Middle Ages in Ireland, as in most Celtic countries, dairy foods were central to the diet, but they were not always available to the poor. Only affluent people owned livestock, and butter, buried in peat bogs to age like a rare treasure, was particularly valued and expensive. Medieval Irish literature praised milk. In The Wooing of Albi, an Irish tale dating back to the 11th, 10th, or 9th century, the date is not certain. Milk was described as good when fresh, good when old, good when thick, good when thin. The milk of the poor was probably diluted with water so that it would stretch farther, though milk was probably rarely drunk. Rather, it would have usually have been thickened with rennet to make cheese or boiled with herbs and served as a heavy grain porridge. Oh, wow. So, Daniel, do you think we agree with that? Good when fresh, good when old, good when thick, good when thin? Is that our assessment of milk? That's half of my assessment of milk. Right? What's the other half? Do you reckon reckon milk is good when it's old? I mean, you've had some milks that were technically old, I think, and they were fine, right? They were fine, I guess. They're not that old, though. They were, like, only just old. And then I think the older they got, probably the worse they would be. So it's like oldness is a is a, is a bad thing, right? The more old, the worse for does, this milk. Does cheese count as old milk? No. Cheese is something entirely separate. You have to do all kinds of other things to it to make it cheese. You have to hide it in the stomach of an alligator... Yeah, that's you have to true. play a Pokemon game. I don't really remember the story that you told me about it. It was definitely play a Pokemon game. Mm, Pokemon Silver. 
that's the one. All right, I'm ready to open the thing. You shook- Are you ready to open the thing, or did you want to talk about how good old milk is some more? Did you successfully shake up your milk? Well, Brian, it's got chunks in it. I can see through the Chunks glass. of chocolate? No, they're little white chunks. Uh, milk solids, Daniel. Is it milk solids, Brian, or is it a deadly mold? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what milk solids are. Daniel, I was looking it up. Did you know that in order to be milk chocolate, something has to have like... um has to be like 12% milk solids or something like that. Uh-huh. I was wondering if milk chocolate... Milk solids was, is like old milk. I was wondering if milk chocolate counted as milk. No, that opens too many things. Like, we're not a chocolate review podcast. I'm not going to be reviewing chocolates. You can find some other host when you do the chocolate episodes. But... Oh, okay. In the UK and Ireland, milk chocolate must be a minimum of 20% dry chocolate. How much milk, Mm. though? Who knows? Anyway, okay. Whatever. Hershey's. Chocolate low-fat milk. I haven't even opened mine yet, Daniel. Me neither. I've just shook. I'm going to open mine right now. Maybe you should um, homogenize your milk before you drink it. How does one homogenize milk, Brian? You, you you read the book, you tell me. Yeah, so you have like a really, um, you take like a really fine mesh kind of thing and you, uh-huh. you force the milk through the fine mesh so that the large like fat chunks get broken up into small pieces. Ah, so it, it, okay. It breaks up those big pieces into a bunch of tiny little pieces and then um you have a milk of a more consistent texture. Mm. Wonder if these white things are curds, like curds and whey. Um you wouldn't want that. That would be bad, right? I don't know. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to start drinking. That would mean your milk had curdled. That would mean it had been in the stomach of an alligator. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Hang on. Let me go get a sieve and a cup. I've taken my headphones out. You can't hear me. I can't hear you. That's not... Then you're just going to be straining it out. That won't be homogenizing it, Daniel. Oh, boy, folks. Daniel has gone too far. Too close to the udder. He's flown too close to the freshness. It's too milky. Is this going to cause us to reevaluate the milkiness assessment that we've given all other milks? Is it going to turn out that real milkiness is something entirely different from what we've thought it was up to this point? I'm back. I'm just going to tip the milk through a sieve into a cup. Oh boy, look at them. What are what are you? They're just like fat chunks, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're like chunks of almost like butter. Mm. They're like spread it yeah, on they're, your they're, toast. The consistency Daniel. of like a slightly melted butter. I could spread it on my toast, but as soon as they hit my mouth, it was like this is a problem I'm having. So Daniel, while you were away, <laughs> uh huh. While you were away, me and the listeners were wondering if maybe this is going to um, cause us to reevaluate what we think of as milkiness. Mm-hmm. Because what you're drinking there is real, real milky. That's that's true yeah. milkiness. This, yeah, this is pretty milky what I'm drinking right now. I think, I don't think there's any need for a reassessment because this, well, this isn't the, this isn't the scores discussion. This is the part before the chat timer starts, Brian. Right? Maybe we'll reassess our our, uh, milkiness criteria after we've had this chat we're about to have, right? Yeah, let's do that. Sweet. All right, the chat timer, the official Milk In It, a new flavoured milk review podcast chat timer 
is now ticking down for five minutes. So there we go. Ah, oh, topics, topics, topics. Do you like um, paintings? I do like paintings, Daniel. Oh, that's good. Do you... Um, okay, okay, okay. Here's the situation, Brian. You're uh, walking down the street and you're going to go into the shops. Coronavirus doesn't exist. You think, oh, I know what I need for dinner. I'm going to make myself a sandwich. And then you have the whole shop in front of you and you've got infinite funds. What is the sandwich that you are most comfortable making to fill yourself up with a nice dinner? What's your go-to sandwich given given all the resources of a shop? Um, what's your sandwich? What's my sandwich? What's your sandwich? Ah, uh, that's a good question, Daniel. Um, thank you. What is my sandwich? You know, for a really long time in my life, my go-to sandwich was turkey, cheese, and Dijonese on a hoagie roll. Um, I see. Yeah, just like a really basic sandwich. Um, but I love that. So, a hoagie is that like a submarine sandwich? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like that. Cool. Um, and yeah, I'm. I think it was really all about the Dijonese for me, which is just Dijon mustard plus mayonnaise, right? Um, mm, mm. and the the Dijon mustard is a little bit like spicy or you know more flavorful um so i was Mm. really into that i think nowadays i would probably um i would make something probably on a bagel oh yeah so i would toast a bagel and then i would probably put hummus on it Mm. and then um Maybe, uh, what else would I put? Cheese, obviously. Probably Swiss cheese, which is weird, but mm. uh, Swiss cheese and hummus, I think, goes together fine. Yep. Um, sure. Did you know that Swiss cheese is an American cheese? I didn't. Yeah, Swiss cheese, made in America. It's called Swiss for, fuck it, I don't know. You guys are crazy. Yeah. We love to lie about shit, don't we? Yeah. It's probably like they forgot the word for Jarlsberg, which mm. I guess is Danish, but uh, maybe there was some Swiss Swiss, uh, Swiss cheese. Oh, God damn it. A cheese from Switzerland, which had an even <laughs> more complicated name. And they're like, hey, uh, hey, I just made this cheese. I'm from America. I'm going to call it a Swiss Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, that, uh, Swiss cheese. Like that. Like that. And that's... All right, so cheese and hummus. Yeah, and then maybe, like, some avocado. And, uh... Oh. Um, what was I putting on? Oh, you know what I would eat? I don't know if this really counts as a sandwich, but I would... For a long... For the last couple of years, I've eaten a lot of black bean burgers. And I would do hummus and the black bean burger. And then, um... Mm. Mama Lil's Peppers, which is a local pepper brand. Um, sure. That sounds good. And then and Swiss cheese. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I So one thing I did a few years ago is I, um, I sort of tried to become a vegetarian a little bit or pescatarian. Mm-hmm. And then even though now sometimes I will eat meat, I have mostly removed like processed deli meats from my diet entirely so oh yeah that that changed a lot of my my sandwich habits um but i also think like one of the sandwiches i would love to have i don't really make this for myself um but like a caprese sandwich so on like a little ciabatta roll with some balsamic and then a big and then tomato and spinach and a big blob of burrata cheese. Wow. A lot of those words are kind of like, I don't understand. Ciabatta? Burrata? Mm. Uh, caprese. Caprese. 
Mm. The cheese. I think mm-hmm. I know ciabatta. It's all it's all Italian stuff, allegedly. Oh, there you go. But we'll look that up and turn out all those things are American, maybe. Just like Swiss cheese. Yeah. What about you, Daniel? Mm. What sandwich would you eat? I, my favorite sandwich or my go-to sandwich at the moment is, uh, oh, ah, <laughs> ooh, that fickle bell. It's a sip ooh, of she milk. she makes fools of us all, Brian. And then another sip of milk and then a third sip of milk to top off the sandwich. Mm, that's right. And then I discuss the milk. Oh, boy. Okay, listeners. Oh boy. I think I need some more time to think of exactly what it is that this milk is doing to me and to turn it into a series of numbers for discussion. So Brian's going to do some magical editing at this stage so that me and him can write down numbers in the privacy of our own uh, completely separate timeline from you. So goodbye. Say goodbye, Brian. Goodbye. I mean, but don't stop listening to the podcast. It's just see yeah, no, you in a I few mean, minutes. I mean, and for you, yeah, it'll... we need a different word for, that's not goodbye. For you, listener, it'll see be ya. immediately. It'll be like three there, seconds see ya from now. now. For us, it'll be a few minutes. Don't stop listening. Keep listening. Don't listen to that other Milk in It podcast. They sound like... Tr- they, they sound fine, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> in case they listen to us. But they don't really sound fine. They sound like shit. But they're not a new Milk Review podcast, are they? No, 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 no. Don't even look them up. Yeah, they don't exist. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> they don't. In two shakes of a lamb's teat. How are your numbers? Uh, my numbers are done. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. All my numbers, all written here. How are your, yeah, are they good numbers? They're, some of them are good, yeah. Okay. Well, Daniel, um, I think we're ready to find out what our numbers are. Hmm. Good. Uh, should I go first since yours will be more fun? Um, I guess... Yeah, okay, so yours was Hershey's. Was, just, was yours just plain Hershey's? I wasn't fully paying attention to you. Yeah, just Hershey's chocolate low-fat milk. Low-fat milk. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to send you some fat, <laughs> Brian? I'm yeah. dripping in the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah can, I, can I have some? Yeah. The fat of my milk is, like, staining my fingers. Wow. But you go ahead there. The fat of my milk. Fat of my... Fat of my fat and blood of my blood milk. Of my, is that what you? Yeah, there we are. <laughs> okay, that's what the cows say as they watch the milk go out of their udder. Um, mm. Hershey's chocolate low-fat milk, Daniel. That's depressing. Are you? And so is this. <laughs> are you ready for my scores? Yes, we'll find out now, listeners. Is it better to drink the milk or to insert it inside yourself for fun? Uh, I'm going to hypothesize that, uh, yeah, it will be the latter when we get to the end of this (laughs) scoring review. Um, Oh, good. The milkiness is a pretty standard, unremarkable 73. It has Mm -hmm. some milkiness, but nothing to write home about. Um, you know, it's just a low fat milk. There you go. Yep. No chunks of fat. No, nothing good. You know, tastiness Mm. is an even more unremarkable 64. It is a fine tasting chocolate milk. Um, but there's nothing really special about it. It's just chocolate milk. It is, mm. I think, what you would call bog standard. Mm, that is what I'd call it. Middle of the road. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's any other cute Australianisms for something that's average. I can't think of any. I'm sorry, Brian. Avo. Oh, wait, that is that. That's, <laughs> that's what we call... Afternoon? Uh, 
No, avocados and avo. Uh, There's a avo. The, the the ad campaign is have an avo. Arvo is afternoon. Yeah, in the arvo. Which doesn't make sense. There's no R in afternoon. I mean, before the F sound. Anyway, <laughs> we'll have a. We'll do that later. We'll do Australian linguistics later. Um, hmm. Creativity. We've previously established that chocolate milk is not very creative. And this form of chocolate milk is true to form, not very creative. It scores a four for creativity. Mm. Value. Daniel, this bottle is only 355 mils, which is 12 ounces, which is actually, um, it's very, it's, it's, it diverges from the standard 14 ounce thing that most other milks are doing. So that's not great. Mm. Uh, but it only cost me a dollar forty, which is not very much. But then it's also not that good or exciting. So the value is a sixty-five. You're getting some milk. You can drink it. It's fine. Um, but you're not getting the most bang for your buck there. Mm. And then the Gestalt, Daniel. This is this is a very inoffensive milk. Unremarkable. Mm-hmm. In so have many you ways, it? you know, I almost have. Um, so it has a. It's in one sense, it has a decent gestalt because you're able to drink it. You know, I don't think it's going to give me a stomach ache. It goes down easy. On the other hand, you know, um, there were times through the course of drinking this bottle where I was. Uh, pretty much on the verge of forgetting that I had a milk to drink. So, I think part of part of Gestalt, I think, is does it kind of does it occupy a space in your mind while you're drinking it? Does um, it call to you like a siren on the rocks? Yeah, and uh, the answer for this milk was no, um, but it is easy to drink. So, forty-eight, just yeah. a, a middle of the road Gestalt. And the Zeitgeist. I think this bottle, the Zeitgeist, is horrible. Um, Uh, It's the weirdest shape of a bottle, a milk bottle I've ever seen. I don't know. It's like, I guess, I guess it's like, it's like a Coke bottle, but then in the neck portion, there's an additional, another, another bulge. And I'm just looking up. I'm reacquainting myself with it. And it's a weird shape, but even worse than the shape, Daniel, is the label design. Mm. It looks like it was designed by maybe a 13-year-old kid in Microsoft Paint. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, uh, it's terrible. And it's like cho- so I'm seeing it, it. Does it have that diagonal Hershey's yeah, so, in a brown, a dark brown yes, rectangle? Yeah. So there's one treatment of font yep. as a concept, and then there's and the then all there's caps a, chocolate. Yeah. And then there's the all lowercase. And then there's lower all case. lower caps low <laughs> fat, and then all lower caps milk. And listeners, if you think there's any kind of unity in the way that they've been presented in terms of like the size of the font, the position, the angle it's on, the color that it is. No, <laughs> throw that idea right out. And then there's all caps ultra-pasteurized in like tiny, uh, like sans serif. I guess mm-hmm. the milk is sans serif as well, but that M is, I don't know. But then beneath that, there's like a sixth treatment yeah. of the font and then a seventh beneath that. Yeah. I've <laughs> just done everything to this. Well, you've skipped over the shake well as well and the low-fat chocolate at the top of the bottle. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. It's it's beyond. Um, it's beyond the realm of comprehension. But, Daniel, it has one redeeming quality. Can you guess what that is? Uh, I just found a different one that looks even worse. Wait, so yours, does it say low-fat chocolate around the cap? Uh, no, just like around the neck. No, okay, yeah, okay. 
Cool, cool, cool. I was looking at the right one. Okay, it has a redeeming feature. Is it that this is so shit that it's, it becomes camp? And this no. is, like, ironically good? I, that's what you want to think. Because it's kind of that. But no, Daniel. The, I kind of do. The answer is that this milk is not racist. And so the zeitgeist ah. is a four. Okay, so it's one point above the racist milk that we did all those all those months ago. I wanted to give it a zero, but then I remembered it is not racist. So, yeah, excellent. Maybe I'll give it a six. It's just, twice. It's twice as good as a racist milk. Just looking over the bottle, making sure there's no slurs or um or uh, stereotypes hidden. I can't see any. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how we are. Butter stinker. 12 fluid ounces. Mm, I'm kidding. That doesn't say that, listeners. Okay, cool. So, six. Yeah. And speaking of butter stinkers, Daniel, how are your little... How's your little lumpy buttermilk over there? That's... Oh, boy. It's not buttermilk, but it's milk with butter in it, apparently. Yeah, the buttermilk comes later. I got my scores here. You ready for me to start talking about them? I absolutely am. So the milkiness is one of the high numbers. That it's should be real unsurprising. Milky. Now, so some of the fat in this milk has turned into these solid lumps, which you heard me complain about, which I had to yeah. strain out with a sieve, and they're now sitting in a sieve. So there's room for this milk to be even more fatty and thick and creamy and coating, right? But the f- chocolate flavor of this milk, it sort of does a little, like, double step back when you first taste the milk. And so you, you're, what you're first hit with is a real heavy lactic uh, sensation in your mouth. It lets the milkiness take control. It lets it take the floor before it sort of sneaks in to do its chocolate thing. So the milkiness, even though it could be milkier, like it literally could have been if I drunk it sooner and it wasn't so unhomogenized. You hadn't removed it's parts still a of the high milk from milkiness. it. Oh, you completely broke up. It was just gobble, 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 blah, 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 blah. Yada, 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 yada. What did you actually say? Uh, nothing important. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. It's fun. It's fun to be mean sometimes. Um, so 83 is my number. 83, Daniel. Yeah. 83. And I did a little bit of... Because um, what I thought I was tasting was like... I was like, mm, okay. So this is probably about the same experience I would have drinking a Barista Brothers. What I think of as an ultra-modern, ultra-contemporary, fresh-on-the-market milk, which really puts its milkiness out there. It's like a, a milky creaminess leader in the milk market. And I look back at what I gave the Barista Brothers... Uh, <laughs> mocha. And it was an 87. Yes. So I was like, yeah, this feels about right. It's a milky milk, but it's not, you know, it's not the milkiest in the world. Maybe if those fat lumps were fully dissolved, it would be the milkiest in the world. But Daniel, shouldn't it be more milky than all the other milks? You'd think, but it's not like... Everything I've said is true, but it's still there's room for it to be milkier. Okay. I think. All right. That's my opinion of this milk. Sure. Like, it's not... Like, like when I taste it, I'm like, there's room. I know there's room. There's room for cream. The tastiness. So, it's chocolatey, right? It's like 20% chocolate. It's not... It's not like... It's not hugely chocolatey. Like I said, it does that subtle thing where the chocolate comes at you as an aftertaste and then it's all over your tongue. And it's fine. It's good. It's a little bit... Maybe it's a little bit underwhelming. It could be chocolatier. You know? But maybe that's what happens when you use like a real... I don't know what they do. What little old granny did with this milk. She snapped a block of chocolate in here and melted it up. Maybe what you get is a weird aftertaste of chocolate when you do that. It's like a weird sort of bitter melted weirdness. So I've given it a 67. Okay. But... 
I don't know, maybe it deserves to be slightly lower than that even. But I'll, I'll leave it there for now. Because that's the number I wrote down when I first tasted it. And now maybe I have a little bit of that Moonba down, where I can oh. kind of taste a little bit. You know, the, the, the chocolate exists as an aftertaste, and now I can still kind of taste the, the sort of hints of it around my tongue, and I'm not that happy with it. Mm-hmm. But still, 67. It was good when it was happening to me. The creativity. So, chocolate is not very creative, but I think making this weird mud milk chocolate, it's better than just a chocolate milk in the cupboard, you know? It has an artisanal uh, effort put into it. Uh, so yeah. that's enough to bump it up, like, up to into the 20s, right? I think it's creative to try to make a chocolate milk without just pouring a bunch of sugar in there. Yeah, so I've given it a 24. Like, this could be the same artisanal treatment given to, you know, yeah. I don't know, malted vanilla, uh, coconut, um, uh, horchata, I don't know, something yeah. else creative. Totally. The value. So, this was 300 mils. It's even less than your weird Hershey's thing. And it was four bucks. Three bucks 99. So, you're paying for an apparently premium product, but I haven't been wholly satisfied by this premium product yet, and that is, like, more than I would pay for twice as much normal flavoured milk. So, it's a low value. You know, you're not getting value when you're getting this milk. You're getting the experience of drinking a weird separated milk. So, it's a 30 on the value front. Daniel, do you think the problem maybe is you and not the milk? No, it's definitely the milk, Brian. What are you talking about? What's the problem with me? You've been socialized to like pasteurized, homogenized milk with tons of added sugar. And now you're mm-hmm. being confronted with a real, genuine milk. and A milk so genuine, I was unable to drink it without straining it through a strainer. Yeah, and now when you're... When those lumps hit my teeth, it was a problem. It was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> So, I don't know if I'm paying... I don't know. Hopefully, if I were in the shop and I picked this up, and I bought it, and I drunk it, I wouldn't be having the chunks issue. If you drank it immediately. living in my fridge for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you probably should be drinking it right away. Um, yeah. So what, it's still in date. What did it's you say the value was? 30. 30? It's a, a pricier milk, yeah. Yeah. Thirty okay. on the value. All right. The gestalt. Yeah. So Brian. Oh. Uh-huh. Have you finished your uh, Hershey's? I sure have, Daniel. It's gone. I haven't finished my Grumpy Farmer's chocolate milk. I'm not surprised. No, I feel sick. Ah. My stomach is telling me, no, no, no more. This is enough. <laughs> and every time my eyes glance over at my disgusting bottle with a sieve draped over its opening and the sort of chunky, crusty, gooey, like slime of chocolate around the mouth hole, and I think of the particles of weird white stuff that's left suspended in this in this milk, I... Like, I dread every sip and I'm giving up. I feel sick. It's not fun going in my mouth. I had a lump in my mouth when I first drunk this milk. Uh, the Gestalt's a 22. Because all of that stuff is... It didn't impact the flavor, which was good overall. But everything else that came with it, I'm not looking forward to each sip. And in fact, I'm not going to have any more. It's a 22. Fair so, there's one last number for me to share with the world, and it's the Zeitgeist. Gosh, oh, no. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Oh, I spilled the sieve on my table. Oh, no. Oh. Are there milk fat I've chunks everywhere now, my... Daniel? It's just a brown stain all down my headphones cord and on my table and desk. Oh, no. So, what happened was, like, the, the bottom of the sieve... So, the chunks are still in the sieve, but the bottom hit the hit the table and, like... The chunk residue came through the sieve. It's okay. It's all cleaned up now. Um, but yeah, it's problematic Close milk. Uh, the Zeitgeist score, Brian. Yeah. This is... This was a milky milk. It scored an 83 on the milky scale. 
I'm kind of in love with this milk, though, and the zeitgeist is higher than that. Um, something about the label obviously being home-printed and stuck really ineffectually on the front, and this being a weird sedimentary layer milk. Um, I, I think it's fantastic, and it's an 86 from me as far as the zeitgeist. Wow. It's it feels like it's come from someone's home and I love it. All right. And when you look at that milk on the shelf you think, "Hey, that's that's a real local product." Yeah. I'm going to buy that and support my people. Mm, I'm going to support that milky granny. Yeah. Put the chocolate in the milk and then the milk in the bottle. And then the bottle in Gilbert's Fresh Food Market in the corner of Morrison Road and Great Northern Highway. Exactly. In the fine suburb of Midland, Western Australia. Exactly. Well, that's it, Daniel. That's it. I feel sick. It's heavy in my stomach and heavy in my mind, like the shadow of war over Europe. (laughs) You were saying like, oh... My Hershey's milk, I completely forgot it existed. And I'm here going like, I'm haunted by the prospect of drinking more of my milk. I can't think of anything except that I have to maybe drink more of it. Wow. Just had a little yawn there. No big deal. Um, Mm. Well, with that, Daniel. So I've got a total. Yeah, I've got a total. Milk You've got my total? I've got both of our totals. I've got my total. I've got your total. You've got your total. I've only got my total, though. I don't have your total. Why don't you tell us your total, since you know it, and then I'll tell you mine, since you don't know it. It's not a super high total, listeners. It's a 312. Yeah. That is what it is. It is. Did it beat yours? I'm genuinely curious. Daniel, my milk... It can't have... So many low, like in the twenties and thirties numbers. My milk oh, scored. Too high eighties. My milk scored yep. in the ones place a zero. Uh huh. In the tens place a six. And in the uh-huh. hundred and in the hundreds place a two. Hey, oh, gotcha, Brian Hershey's idiot! You suck on that. <laughs> yeah, Hershey's milk. 260. L- little old granny. A dis- Beat the Hershey's Mega Corporation. A disappointing Oh, yeah. 260. Take this in your Hershey's Kisser. Yeah. Smack. Exactly. That was Hershey's good. Kisses are a thing, right? Hershey's Kisses, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a good joke, Daniel. Thank you. Well done. Thanks. Well done. That means. Grumpy farmer. More yawns. Grumpy. More yawns, listeners. Grumpy farmer. Chocolate milk. From Western Australia, is our milk of the day. The milk of the day. It's the milk in it. Perfect a new, unison. a new milk review podcast. Milk of the day. <laughs> it's kind of weird. This weirdly clunky to say that title for some reason, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. That's intentional, Daniel. Okay, cool. That's part of the zeitgeist. It's artisanal. That's part of the zeitgeist. Mm, okay, I can get down with that. Yeah. How milky I, is our title, Daniel? Good... It's extremely milky. That's it says like the word milk twice. I mean extremely milky. It Should says... we officially say thank you to, to uh, uh, Pizza for recording a milk review episode? Four months ago. Or is this so, <laughs> yeah, so way out of time that it doesn't matter, nothing matters? Um, <laughs> we can say what is this? We can say what's thank that you. movie where the guy's out of time? Uh, out of time. Something with a daughter. No, I never saw it. You know, uh, Solisium or something like that. It's Police? got the Dark Knight guy. The Dark Knight guy. Yeah, I made the Batman movie. Christian Bale. No, the director, not Chris, the actor. Christopher Brian. Nolan. Christopher Nolan. What's the guy's guy? He's gone. 
supernatural or something like that. Goes near a black hole and then the fourth dimension oh, is love and inter- he can talk to his daughter or something. Interstellar, Daniel. Interstellar, yeah. It's like that. That's, we're like that. That's like, one oh, of my... we're out of time with our listeners. They're five months behind us. We have to try and communicate with them or something like that. That's one of my favorite never movies, Daniel. Mm-hmm. They don't ever say, oh, we're out of time. So um, it's confusing. <laughs> I didn't get the reference at first. <laughs> I'm some kind of scientist. There's a robot dog at the beginning and in the trailer because it's the future, the near future, the believable near future. I have to love my daughter. Yeah. That's believable, like that. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Daniel, we a similar can... thing happens in the Akira manga. Have you ever read the Akira manga? Uh, yeah. Somewhat. A little while ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's right. good when it happens in the Akira manga. Daniel, why right don't... Right in like the chapter one, volume one, you, you see like a weird ghost, and then right towards the end, the guy goes back in time and he's the weird ghost. But it's, you know, it's it's uh, oh. it's low-balled, it's undersold. It's just uh, for people who are paying attention. It's like in Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency TV show. Ah, uh, I've read those books. The TV show version, though. Um, oh, I've never seen the TV show. Gets the, the couch is stuck... How did the couch get stuck? It was a portal or something. Yeah. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. Why don't we conclude our episode? And we could keep on talking about um, Dirk Gently and Akira. You like the Akira film? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. I sh- sure do shoot some dogs in that. Makes it hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. Ah, oh, really? I'm in the mood for some beautiful bright technicolor animation an incredible mood beautiful soundscape soundscapes i don't want to see a dog get shot though so maybe i won't watch akira that is a dilemma isn't it it is the it's the akira dilemma well daniel don't remember if they get shot in the manga though (laughs) Uh, I'm going to cut all this out and figure out a way to end this episode <laughs> gracefully. No, quick, just noise out now then. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs>